When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to a bonus episode of the Claret and Blue podcast. It's episode 11, our second of the week, because Aston Villa won a football match and I can't wait to get talking about it. So here we are for a little bonus episode, Ash, just just the two of us this afternoon. We can make it if you try. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, I, could, I, just, I texted everybody last night in the group chat saying, yeah. who's in tomorrow? I want to make a video because we've getting a bit of a uh, you know some new eyes on our channel with uh, all the Tanzania <laughs> fans that have come over. Let's, let's just get another podcast out there. Let's talk about the good times. We, we've been about three wins since we started this podcast. Exactly. Like, let's make let's have a nice, jumpy, positive podcast. So Aston Villa versus Watford, two one, absolutely massive, mate. Unreal. I'm still knackered from it, but uh, what a turning point that could be. Um, Absolute scenes was just the, the trendy oh, podcast on Twitter, title, mate. Absolute scenes. I can't, just, I can't stop thinking. What was about it like it. in the stands? Because I had to be reserved, you know, in the press box. I was, uh, oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, to uh, I mean, celebrate. But how, how was it in the stand? How did you not celebrate? First of all, she must have done something. When you're reporting, the second, the last stage, you, you're finishing up your reports. Yeah. So you, you've torn it up. I was thinking Villa. So you're writing for a one-one at that point. I, yeah, I'm writing for a one-one yeah. at that point. Villa fought back again. Got your point. Keeps Watford into it. There were 19th at the time of writing as well, given Bournemouth's win. So yes. It was a bit like, yeah, yeah. Mm, God, okay. Not looking good. And then uh, I've literally looked up for half a second and uh, Kansas hit one. And uh, he's flying into the net. I'm not thinking, well, it's in. And pandemonium then, it's just gone off. Uh, and then the replay come on, it's come off Mings's heel oh, or what, something. What a finish by Tyrone Mings. What a, what a finish, yeah. <laughs> no. So he steamrolled into the, into the box. And Villa got the word deserve because... Watford were just... What do you make of the time-wasting and stuff? Oh, and mate, we'll come on to the time-wasting. Horrible. Ugh, absolute joke. Um, the scenes in the, in the stadium, I did a tweet after the game saying, can anyone kind of pinpoint any other memories like that for a yeah. last-minute goal? Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, the, the scenes at away days and stuff are different. Yeah. Scenes, if you're situated behind the, the goal, are different. Yeah. You know, obviously, you've got family stands and stuff like that, older people in the Trinity, which is obviously where I'm, at, yeah. I'm in. Um, lower Trinity. You see kind of, I mean, obviously there's been so many goals I've seen at Villa Park where there's been great celebrations in Derby games and, such, and, and stuff like that. Yep. And Greenwich's wonder strike last year against Derby and all these different moments. But I can't think of another last minute winner at Villa Park ever, basically. Where the, oh, the, like, it was that good. It's cause it's just because the game the is the so important as well. The stakes yeah. were so high. It's an unexpected goal. I saw somebody say, I did a tweet and somebody replied, Benteke's goal against Albion, uh, which I think it was a penalty in the mm. week that we played them twice yeah. in, the, in the Cup and League week. And he also scored a penalty against QPR as well, yeah. which was a massive uh, relegation game as well. But it's different with a penalty because you, yeah, it's a 50-50 exactly. chance, isn't it? He's either going to score, he's going to miss. You've you've been yeah. awarded the penalty and then you're waiting for it to happen. So you're kind of, you're expecting to start celebrating. Like So you kind of force it in a way. Whereas what happened last night, 
for it to fall to Taro Mings and he kind of falls over it and then yeah. Esri Conster's there with an absolute worldy strike yeah, like, yeah, yeah. as much as it's take a little he deflection he tried to do like the Hulkamania Hulk Hogan he tried to rip his shirt <laughs> yeah. off didn't he I don't know what he was doing he's yeah. like ah! absolutely buzzy wasn't he I, I said I said after we left I was like oh mate all like the videos and the the, the press photography and stuff that will yeah. come from that moment will Brilliant. be like iconic pictures now of course if, if obviously we go on to stay up that I feel like this was the the game where we kind of well, hopefully we'll look back on and, and turned over yeah I think so um, it, it was like the Everton game for me back in August because Algarzi's last minute winner obviously Everton were all over us at that point yeah uh, first game back in the Prem as well obviously the stakes weren't as high as they were last night but given the atmosphere I mean it was red out again last night at Villa Park yeah. similar to Everton for me on that Friday night and to get a winner in the circumstances it was it was sheer jubilation just and got like old, old old people running around the Trinity Road stand I've never, never seen this before what's going on like, everyone's loving it and like, obviously you get like I said before and chants go up and stuff it's the whole end of the North Stand, isn't it? And you'll get, you know, the odd bits yeah, here the, and there yeah, from the Dug and the, the, Trinity, the, the Trinity. As well. Everyone's going yeah. out at 40,000 singing stuff to Troy Deeney and yeah. Sweet Caroline and all the rest of it. And everyone's, it's the first time yeah, this even season. Even the it was, stadium announcer was, was uh, like come, on, come on, now. Yeah, come on, yeah. now. let's sing it. It's so, so good. <laughs> Everyone like, was in it, yeah. Brilliant. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, kind of backdate it a little bit and talk about the game before that because like I was I was thinking about it on the way in I've done a handful of notes of, yeah. of what I remember but like I, I just think last minute goal like I can't remember what happened before the game, that, itself. Like the game itself like we weren't that brilliant really but no. I, I never really thought Watford were threatening either I thought oh, there was times where at nil nil I was like oh these aren't that good are they like, no. we should be alright here no. Troy Deeney goes on to score like everybody knew he would. The fact that I've not put up, put any money on him to score is annoying because we all knew it was going to happen. the press lads as well, you've got Deeney on. You go, oh, no, I haven't put six you goals in know. four games. You just know, didn't you? You just know he's always going to score against us. His celebration as well, he's giving it to the whole end. And, and Grimmies towards Deeney, like, ooh, uh, that, that hurt. But it winds you up, doesn't he's it? But he's good banter though, isn't he, Deeney? He took it at the end as well. Oh, um, yeah, he looked... Deeney wants to score, he took it well. He looked very sad. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you yeah. love it, don't you? You love to see it. Yeah. Um, Oh, I love it um, but for his goal it was so easy yeah <laughs> it was a great header of course was statue lot wasn't he got three centre backs and he's unmarked in yeah, the middle of the box so how, how does that happen exactly I, know. I don't know it's just writing's on the wall wasn't it from early yeah. as for the game itself I said this yesterday I had a real feel to it I don't know about yourself heading down there before the game Yeah. these little relegation scraps against sides around you they're so exciting they're like mini cup finals or cup semi-finals aren't mm-hmm. they yeah, yeah. they were similar when the Sherwood era when Villa were playing like the logs of QPR and stuff for sides around really exciting games especially in the night as well yeah yeah the night, the night thing makes it they a fact same, as well doesn't they, it they had the same feel about yeah. it um, we've got a couple coming up as well but I thought last night Villa showed up for the fight it, was, it wasn't the Grealish show again was it yeah you know, Douglas Luiz coming up two goals and Grealish is not, the, uh, not involved with either jumping either into one. the Alton as well oh brilliant. mate what a celebration that is he as well he walked out like kind of regular yeah yeah I yeah, yeah. funny the thing is like, I, mean, I feel like he probably should have started that game yeah, yeah, I, I had him down to start yeah, drink I felt, water. yeah I felt it was harsh that he, he's not win, Smith realised his mistake he said because he, he don't need to make a substitution that, that early yeah and for him to do that was it 55 yeah literally 10 minutes or so drink water weren't we up to it. What did you think of drink water? Because in the he's first, there, in the first five or ten minutes, work in progress. I think first five or ten minutes, I thought, oh, he looks, he looks off it here. Like he looks like yeah, he's struggling no. already. You know, don't you? But then, kind of, he can spray a pass, can't he? Yeah. Then, then he gets a few. He does a few then good he, things. Yeah. And you think, oh, there's something there. It's, it's just a fitness thing at the moment. I think. Of course, he's in Watford had three in there last last night. Yeah. Decoray, powerful guy. Kapua, the huge guys, and uh, he was looking. He looks like we said on the on the episode. On I think it was Monday. 
he looks frustrated, but yeah, like that, with I, that's with himself. Yeah, it like reminds it, me of like um, I don't know, like a like an academy player going to play for a Sunday League team and like uh, going down to their standard. Or I don't know, he's like a, clearly a player there, but um. He's, he hasn't got the match sharpness. Yeah. He, he knows he hasn't. And we need to give him and he's frustrated. minutes he's to frustrated. get up to yeah. that level, which is detriment exactly. to Villa doing well, isn't it? So it's, a, it it's a difficult situation. Um, Nakamba, I thought, was probably one, of his, his one of his better games for yeah. us. Definitely the best game he's had since 100%. we were good at earlier on in the start of the season. Yeah, I mentioned that as well. Um, El Ghazi, I thought, did well. Did okay. Did okay. It was, you know, Considering. I watched the highlights back when I got back at the extended highlights on Sky and he's, you know, the ball goes up to him a few times and he's making runs and he's, he's, he's trying, giving it as, as good as he can kind of thing he's not a striker um, it's just it's difficult isn't it that when Vasilev came on on 60 odd was it yeah, 65 yeah, yeah. again at the moment he came on obviously I wasn't at Brighton so I didn't see it but we we just looked different when he yeah, was on yeah, there more, he, he had a couple of runs where, he, where he's coming to kind of like loop around the, the centre half something about didn't he yeah exactly yeah. It's possibly no coincidence that we start to play better again once he comes on um, was the Douglas always goal before he came on. Uh, yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. So substitutions have have, have been have been good there by Smith. There's been a lot of criticism of it. you know he can't change it up or he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, you've then got to give him the credit when he spots that Drinkwater for Louise is the better option and getting a striker on to to run at them for the second twenty five minutes of the game the gives others, a bit of space yeah. and, and eventually we go on to win the game. Um, Grealish, by the way. For the fact that, like, not that he's not done anything because obviously he's still a great player. That run he had so for the for Louise's equaliser, yeah, and then the one that I thought was a penalty. Oh, well, yeah. I've seen it back now, it no, wasn't no, a penalty, no. but he, the way he like jinx past a couple of players, sucks I, them all in, didn't he? I don't know how he does it, man. It's just, it just, uh, just slow motion in his head, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it's like. Literally, it's he's, just slow motion like he, for him. He's not playing football anymore, he's no. playing a different game. He is, yeah, he's doing his own, so. he's doing his own thing. He's, it's just like art the way yeah. he just dances through people, and just no, nobody can no, stop him. Exactly when to um, pull away as well, or exactly the right time to pass, which he did for target, yeah, for his strike. And then uh, Douglas Reed did the rest, so yeah, everyone was chipping in, which is great to see. Um, and more of that, please. Yes, yeah. the time wasting then. <sighs> You just hate it, don't you? Bit it's, it's so grim. Like, obviously, again, all of them are at it, aren't they? Again, I've not watched Watford, but they've been getting getting results. If this is the way they've been doing it, like I don't know, results are king. Yeah, but like, it's not great, is it? So it's no. not, it almost feels like cheating. Yeah. No, Nigel Pearson was lying through his teeth after he said, "I said, uh, I said to him, um, do you sit back too soon?'" He goes, uh, it wasn't our intention to. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thinking, sure. Oh, God, come on. Come on, Nige. It was literally like 50 minutes to go, like in the first half they were doing it. it once t- they got their goal. Yeah, Ben Foster was time wasting for like 25 Four minutes. Um, Before the goal, there was time exactly. wasting at 0 0 because they. And in the end, happy all the, the time, was added on for Villa to get the equaliser. Yeah, so yeah, happy day. Yeah. I mean, the winner. The, so the, happy days. The, the way that that game has folded out, yeah. uh, unfolded, I wouldn't. There's nothing about it I would change. Nah. Going 1 0 down to Dino. Dino, Pantomime Villa. Horrible, horrible moment. Yeah. But that makes the the ending so much more sweeter. All the time wasting winds you up. The referee as well, by the way. Martin Atkinson. Absolutely awful. He's got to to be up there with one of the worst we've had this season. He's had no control of the game whatsoever. Although Mings was lucky though, I thought he'd get a second yellow. Yeah. I did, yeah, oh, he patted the ball. I didn't think he touched it. He patted the ball. He kind of like looked like this after after he'd done it. Oh, no, I'm doing it for people that aren't, that aren't listening. He got put his arms by his side and it felt like it hit him in the, in the stomach. I was expecting a booking I was. Really? I was, yeah. Okay. But, uh, I saw Nigel Pearson say that he was lucky to get away with it and I was like, nah, come on. I know the clutching a little bit, but 
you have seen referees give give a yellow for that. Maybe yeah. if, you, if you weren't on a yellow, you probably would have got a yellow. Yeah, I which is know. probably just tells you that the rules are stupid more exactly. so than than the the law itself. Um, but we don't care, do we? Oh no! Did you see Mings's comment post game on Scott? What did he say? The, the reporter said something like, "Oh, they, Watford feel like they've been hard done by that. You maybe should have had a second at yellow. Is there anything you'd like to say about that?" And he was like, "No, nope." <laughs> And that was it. It's That's like, it, yeah. yeah. That's well, not important, is it? The ref yeah. didn't give it. VAR is there. They, they would have checked it. They also decided it mm. wasn't worthy of a second yellow. I'm, I'm assuming they can check that because it's a potential red card situation. I don't... Uh, I mean, who knows what VAR is up to <laughs> these days. But, you know, if it was... If it was a handball, then... There would have been a red card, so surely they would have checked exactly. it and decided Listen, it wasn't. Oh, who cares, mate? Villa are due a bit of look at now. The injury yeah, exactly. choices they've had, exactly. and stuff, so it went our way. Yeah, but the time wasting. It's just, it's just sloppy. Like I just, they uh, got what they deserved. It's what I'd hate about football. Like, they're pressed and pressed. I know. I saw um, somebody tweeted me actually about the, the. You know, we talked about the ball boys a yeah. few weeks ago. That Terry had sent a message on and all that. He, yeah, yeah. That happened again last night. Did it? to say like get them when <laughs> I mean they, I feel like they should know this anyway. But when they're messing about, get them the ball and put it on the ground for them like the amount of times Foster's like decided oh yeah I'm going to put it on the left side and then walk over to the right hand side of the, the box and then get the grass out of, his, out of his uh, boots and stuff so it's just it's just it winds you up and that's obviously why they do it because the players are going to get frustrated as well and, and that is a kind of a but tactic in, end, in it itself it reversed itself didn't it because it's got the crowd up yeah exactly the players yeah, up, yeah, yeah, everyone else yeah up, exactly so. it kind of goes two ways doesn't it, it yeah. either winds somebody up enough that they have a bit of a dig or leave a, leave a tack in. in the crowd didn't it Whereas, so. yeah that that time wasting allowed enough time for us to score the winner like that's that's how perfect the situation was if if they weren't time wasting so much we yeah. don't get 94 minutes and we end that game one all it was just a perfectly written script wasn't it for that um, speaking of actually there was an article that James Rushton wrote uh, last night I don't know when he's written it um, it's got to have been on the way back from the cause he, was at, back. he was at the game he wasn't yeah. working so he's in, the, he's in the whole end he's in the whole end yeah here we go so I texted him saying, did you write that piece on the way back to the station? And he said, walking in the car and then uploaded it at home. Super. Like he's not even working a shift yeah. uh, as far as I'm aware. And he's just sort of, I want to write this article and, and post it. So I want to read it on the podcast. So I kind of would like to do this kind of thing more often, kind of highlight the work that you guys are writing about as well on the podcast, sort of obviously for Villa specifically, just because there's some good stuff on there. So yeah, yeah, we might as well talk about it. So set yourself in, Ash. We're going to have a little bit of story time. I'm just going to read at you for the next couple of minutes <laughs> and, and, and to the audio. So get a cup of tea or something and, and, and sit back and listen to my lovely, sweet voice okay. read this article out. Um, I bet James it's never... Book, isn't it? I, know, I bet James has never thought I'd be voiceovering one of his articles at one point. Okay. Give it somewhere, though. Okay, ready? Are you, you going to just browse on your phone while I read this or you can come listen mate I've read it you read it okay Okay. rarely will a winner taste as sweetly for Aston Villa picture the scene Troy Deeney nods a header into the net Villa are down a goal and swamped in trouble heads drop confidence fades and as the half time whistle blows the side look relegated Watford are rising and taking control of Villa Park in a match that the villains can't afford to lose Deeney doesn't just score by the way he slays the dragon for the nth time how do you where do you get that from a born and bred blue nose, he loves to score against his eternal rival. Deeney, the constant architect of Watford revival after revival, is vilified by Villa fans, but for his team, he is nothing less than a hero. Which is true. Like, if he was playing for you and he wasn't a Birmingham fan, you'd be going, oh, yeah. Of course you would, yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. What, what a player. But for the opposition, he's one of those that just winds you up. You have to hate, don't you? Yeah. 
As he stands with his team triumphant in attack, he leers into the whole end and sneers into the face of the matchday enemy. To the Villa fan, he is a cruel coward. To the opposition, he is a leader. He stares into the face of the young and old alike and performs his dutiful task, the wind-up. You just know that a child watching on is praying with bald fists for the universe to find a balance to undo this perceived cruelty. That was me. <laughs> As for the adults, they've seen it all before. The player scores, he mocks, he wins. This is the Deany formula, and combined with the performance employed to frustrate by Watford, it was almost a nightmare for Villa. What this script hadn't accounted for, however, was the resistance that Villa were about to provide, which is what we've talked about before, having that fight back that that's yeah. what you need in a relegation scrap and we were kind of all doubting whether do, do, do Villa have that or not and I mentioned before in previous have. pods that Villa have been flaky yeah. too easy to play against but now they seem to have got a bit between the two we could have rolled over there at that 100%. point and we, and we didn't have. so that's that's massive the crowd played a big part by the way yes Substitute Douglas Louise casually deemed Deeney's opener as void with the most ferocious of tappings and the Hornets quickly realised that the game was theirs to lose. The Watford players held onto the ball, refused to put it into play and intended on suffocating the clock. The referee, on the other hand, was allowed to play the role of a phantom, merely observing and refusing to involve himself in the mortal affair of a Tuesday night football match. He won't be asked if his stopwatch was working as Watford played around with the match ball to deny Villa time and precious opportunity. As the clock died out, hope threatened too as well. The worst feeling in life is the fade of belief and it is all too common for one to feel that when watching football. But this was different. Louise's goal allowed for Villa to believe. The surging runs of Indiana Vasilev, what name by the way, <laughs> gave Villa some breathing room. Even when Jack Grealish faltered, the rest were able to find an extra 5% just to fight for their captain and their team. Oh man, I love that. One last attempt saw Villa carry the win and collapse Watford the most unlikeliest of results provided from the most surprising source. Esri Concer found the ball on the edge of the box. He thought twice, then laid into the ball. It fizzed from his foot into the roof of the net with some ferocity. Forensically speaking, Concer's goal carried an expected goals value of 0.07, a 7% chance of a goal. We know this because he tried the exact same shot from a similar position earlier in the match, only for it to fly wide. Not this time. Nope. The shot, the last kick of the game, flicked against Tyro Mings and may be credited to him, which it has been mentally, by the way. Oh, just no, give it Conta. He was gutted, wasn't he, yeah. at that, that interview. Yeah. Oh, sorry for him. Flicked against Tyro Mings to beat Ben Foster. After conspiring to steal a result from Villa, Watford left empty-handed. Time-wasting fell to naught and the mocking celebration of their forward fell away into memory. As for Dini himself, the good must come with the bad. His spar with Aston Villa is a duel in which he has always been victorious. He may go on to get another win over the Villa, but now he must dwell in defeat and reflect. It's about time. He is only human though, and we as Villa fans will never see eye to eye with him in the same manner that others can't go on with Jack Grealish very fair we have the Pokemon red cartridge and they have the blue we're in two different worlds it doesn't matter though not anymore it balanced out and the good was followed by and the bad was followed by the good Concert's goal seemed to be handed to Villa by destiny and if not by that hard work the match winner didn't just win the game it provided a spark a spark that might ignite the Villa Villa side and push them forwards they have shown their resilience and their brilliance before we get carried away there is not a single member of this side that isn't beyond committing errors Tyro Mings is often guilty of overplaying simple touches. Grealish is a magnet for the ball and not always at the, and not always at the best moment. Douglas Luiz and Marvellous Nakama protect the ball until they don't. The same follows for the rest. However, they can shine in their own ways. Jack Grealish is always the guiding flame that shines a light towards the path to victory. Mings ensures that his defence, focus on his, are up to their tasks. Nakamba is sometimes a valve to stop a flowing attack and Douglas Luiz is a front for which confidence pours. 
And where Algarzi and Trezeguet seem to push constantly against the impossible, Pepe Reina is the calm in the face of Frenzy, who is very good, by the way, Pepe Reina. Very, very we're all good talking about, We're all talking about Tom Heaton being, good. what a goalkeeper. I mean, but Pepe Reina is arguably coming in as a replacement and been better than Tom Heaton was, which oh, is what, 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 what oh. a signing he might be, by the way. After the match, Mings admitted that the Villa are in a relegation scra- scrap and judging from their past two performances, his team are ready to fight. The late Ron Saunders once quipped, do you want to bet against us? A phrase that is now a demand of this Villa team. Not to go too far, but would you? Oh, mate, what a piece of writing that is. That is fairy tale, poetry. That is poetry. Audio book. Mate, read very well by me with a lot of typos in there. That'll be, that'll be <laughs> edited up so much. So you did that on the way home. So I can ma- imagine, just for a sec, and I'm not kind of, <laughs> I know that you're a writer as well, I'm not going to discredit your work here, by no, the no. way. But imagine typing that on a phone, walking to a train station, like... Probably bump into about 10 lampposts. Yeah, like I can't even that. imagine sitting down to do some work and typing it up and having to think about it all day. To just have to like casually walk along and write that on a train. It's incredible. Bit of work. Very, very talented. More of the same, please, James. Yes, more of that. More of that, indeed. I'd have just gone to the pub <laughs> for a calm day. <laughs> he wasn't even working, mate. No. Oh, unreal. Uh, so, yeah, I, I saw that this morning. Uh, he said, do you mind tweeting this out for me? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it on the way in. I've, I've, got, to, I've got to read it first to know what it's about. And I just, I just tweeted it because it's outstanding. Just a great piece of writing, and I want to kind of highlight that on the podcast. So 100%. that that article sums up what last night was. It's just James p- encapsulating pure emotion, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Straight after the full time whistle, go down the Alton steps, you walk in there with a line, just, just pure emotion. Yeah. And he, he's pouring it out into his phone, which his phone turns into the, the article itself, which has been read by himself. So great <laughs> bit of work there. I mean, incredible, incredible writer, isn't he, James? Glad yeah. to have him on board. Yeah, 100% agree. It's different for us to be able to do it in podcast form because we can we can look at each other and we can talk and we can yeah, yeah, we yeah. can feel and express how we feel about that it. It comes from within, doesn't to it? To do that in text form is, yeah, is, yeah. is difficult. So, yeah, great piece and definitely go and read it if you haven't. Definitely. Even though I've just read it, just go and support, just the, absorb it. support the, the website and share it maybe is, is more so than go and read it. Go and share it and support James and uh, what, we're, what we're trying to do. Obviously, the, the NEA Luco deal to bring in as the first ever sporting director for the Aston Villa women. Like that, yeah. um, they're top of the league. The, the manager looks looks like a, uh, um, a a good young talent. It just, there's good things going on there with the Villa women and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try and exactly, sit here yeah. and pretend, really seriously, pretend, they? pretend like I know exactly what's going on because I've, I've not been paying it the the attention it clearly deserves but there's special things going on there and it's good to see that Aston Villa as the collective club are, are putting so much uh, energy and time into that yeah I think all the women who are playing football now and inspired yeah. by yeah, what she's done in the game so this is helping the, the future generation isn't it so absolutely all for that I, again I, I saw this on the way in that the, the deal had been done and I kind of scroll, scroll past it and just thought, Hang on, that's like a massive deal, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's that's a big, big thing. Like She's a well-known uh, uh, f- professional footballer. She's been on uh, media duty yeah, for, for men's pundit, football as well, on, on Punditry. To very have her player. associated with Villa and, and to be doing this role for the club for the first time shows that they're taking it seriously. Yeah. Just wanted to give that a little little mention. Yeah, watch your space with the women's vi- the Villa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good times. Everything feels a little bit more positive all of a sudden, doesn't it? It's crazy. I, think, I said yesterday, 11 days ago, 6-1 at Man City. Yeah. I was down in the dumps so going to get out of this. It was stupid though, wasn't it, to get too downhearted course, over yeah, that. Things that. change so quickly. 1-0 down at half-time against Brighton, you're thinking, here we go again. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, football's mad, isn't it? Maybe that, maybe that Brighton game is, was the turning point more so like than that. today. Like a bit so. like um, last year. 
Yeah. My, my brother got to boat go and win, win another nine in a row now. <laughs> that was that was Stoke. Then yesterday Rudy, was, yesterday was Derby. Now we're going to win nine in a row. Lovely oh, stuff. Uh, there was a tweet I saw earlier, which I, I said I replied to saying good tweet, and I knew I was going to use this on the podcast yeah. from, from Mike Pearson. He says a week of training and togetherness until a game that could get us to Wembley. Time to bed in our new striker. Maybe time to get another in. Gets everyone fresh and no relegation zone pressure for at least a couple of weeks. Feeling superb. And I was like, yes. Everything's yeah. kind of looking Positive up a bit there. Vibes, if it was that easy. Yeah. Uh, Ali Samata will be in training at, at, at Tomorrow, some point this week. Thursday, Friday this week, yeah. So yeah, he's, in, he's had an interview for his UK visa, so we can just officially work here now. Yeah, formalities there. Um, I spoke to Dean Smith yesterday about him. He hasn't watched him live, which really? I found quite surprising. But obviously, he's been busy, hasn't he? He's had Wesley's his number one. Yeah, the re- the transfer remit's changed. Uh, dramatically since that injury yeah, and uh, Suso and the scouts have been over to, to racing club Genk to watch him been on Villa's radar since the summer as well okay nice uh, and yes yeah, Smith was full of praise he, he likes the Belgian market said it's a solid one We've got angles from there Nakamba Wesley yeah. you can rely on the players who come from there and um, yeah I mean he's in training end of this week I expect him to start Tuesday. Yeah, there was a bit of thing, wasn't there, about can he play against Leicester and he can, like, they can play yeah. now. So obviously he, the wild he, card, he, he will play. Give Villa, Villa a boost. Yeah. And again, I think you're looking at that Wat- Watford atmosphere last night. It could be the same again Tuesday, if not even more, even oh, more better. Mad. It's going to be crazy. Tuesday night at Villa Park. Yeah, eh? mate. Let's can we play every game on a Tuesday night? Um, so, um, and then you've got Bournemouth obviously on Saturday, and we'll do a podcast next week. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about these kind of games in, in more detail. But I think again, it's easy to get carried away. I think we might look back on this moment right now I, I think, think so. this is the time things even, change yeah I think so yeah the, the manner of the goal yeah. last minute I think this could define our season touch wood Dean was asked if it was the, the uh, biggest win of the season of course it is because it's the latest one yeah which, nice. uh, yeah, good answer which says it all but oh yeah I think it just, just seemed that way didn't it the whole spectacle of it just nicking off Mings's foot and <laughs> flying in and that's such like a like, you, know, you know the butterfly effect that like little yeah. moments can, can affect different yeah, things yeah 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 like if like I don't I mean they give him the goal so that suggests that Conser's effort wasn't going in anyway yeah so him falling over and it just happening to nick off his boot yeah. could save Aston Villa from going down 100% in, on, in the long, long run to go though, obviously. which is mental because it's just a little fluky thing that you could yeah. never plan like, unless Tyra Mings has been planning that, that finish and training then yeah. we'll give him that respect but just a little moment could change the whole the whole yeah. course of the rest of the season 100%. so it feels it feels like a big deal but obviously maybe we'll come back to this in manga oh, what were we talking about that was the last time we won yeah. <laughs> we got out the, uh, the period of having no striker now four games yes, yeah, yeah. we got out of it now so matters relatively yeah lost one really. drew two one one yeah that's um, not bad not bad not bad return considering the lads are doing a job up there really she's pulled us out as a whole yeah numerous occasions but let's get Ali um excited by him I really am yeah there's a lot of, obviously we did the, the podcast about him the other day and a lot of love from him from his home nation the thing that I liked when you mentioned about the Belgian players is that we know that the, the guys aren't just looking for footballers they're looking for characters of course and he's a captain everyone loves him like he looks like a, a good I the, out, yeah. the stories he's doing the charities do. and stuff looks yeah. like a good person so yeah. Yeah. everything points to he looks like a good addition oh, yeah, yeah. but obviously we need to see his football That's first it. as well I analysed his uh, club interview it was nine minutes long so obviously not many people have seen it but uh, four things that stuck out for me um, obviously the is this, when he, is this when he signed for us yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I picked out yeah, like, um, the, the interviewer interviewer said uh, scored against Liverpool great goal but yes Ali's uh, response was we lost the game though which was quite good yeah. really I thought he's a winner yeah nice he, he won't bother by his goal so we lost to Liverpool we, we were drawing at the time 
we lost, we lost. Um, Just on that before you move on, Ezri Conti yesterday when he was told that it was Tyrone Mings' yeah. goal, he looked, he sat on the floor like a heartbroken. He'd, and there's people replying, there's people, reply, there the people replying like, oh, like this is a this is professional football, like all about me, blah, blah, blah. It's like, mate, it's, it's essentially a kid, 22 or something, yeah, is exactly. he? exactly. Robbed of his first official Premier League goal. In the, in the manner it was. In, in the, yeah, in the manner it was. Obviously he's going to be disappointed. But then, but, but then he says, but at least we won. Exactly. So he knows that as much as that's a personal disappointment, the team when he's everyone's in it together. Is, the team winning is more important. And him and Mings were bouncing off each other. Yeah, there's some great. good banter on Twitter as well. After, was, so, yeah, there was. Yeah, the camaraderie is great. <laughs> um, but that's the flip reverse of Samata that he could have had adulation there and gone, yeah, a, what, what, what a goal it was against yeah. Liverpool in the Champions League. And he's, he's gone, no, 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 no. With the team lost. That's what, that's, that was the, the main takeaway from that night. So it's good that we've got those characters in, yeah. in, the, in the club now and it's, it's, yeah, it's exciting. He's a leader, he's a captain, so... Yeah, fully expecting to uh, hit the ground running. Yeah, uh, I also so. noticed about his interview. Uh, he was asked about Benteke because obviously he come from Genk yes. as well. Yeah, yeah, the number and, uh, twenty, a new number twenty, a new number twenty as well. To his shirt, so, <laughs> but he uh, immediately said, "I want to be better than Benteke when he come over." So nice. he's looking to smash down his record, his goal record when he comes. So he's got a, must have a target there. I want to be better than Benteke, which is. I wonder what I wonder what his target for goals would be for the rest of this season. I don't know. Assuming he stays fit and plays every game. He likes to get double figures, wouldn't he? What's left? Is it 15? Yeah, 15, 16 games. So if he gets eight or nine. Oh, 15 games, yeah. Yeah, he'd I think, be, yeah, he'd be aiming. I think, close to I think James game. said his record, his career record is a goal every two games. Yeah, that's right. So if we got 15 games, if he gets seven or eight, Happy he's, he's on track. Similar when, like, I mean, when Bent arrived for that. Yeah, that's that what I'm thing. thinking of, yeah. He got nine in the... Uh, that was half a season, was half it? a season, so... Yeah. He saved our season, so Samata will be looking to do the same. Um, nice. He's looking to do better, better than Benteke, as I mentioned. What else? Um, he mentioned about his game as well. He lo- looks by on the shoulder, defences, yeah. so Villa Which is will very have interesting. I don't know, yeah. Can't remember the last time Villa had a player who played on the shoulder. Yeah. In prime Gabby, Gabby with, you said, With pace. So he'll be looking to stretch stretch teams, which Villa haven't had for a long, long time, have they? Yeah. Obviously, Wesley drops deep. There'll be that ball over the top now. We can sprint onto it. He's rapid, he's uh, Samata, so... Uh, me and James mentioned this about um, in the last one about drink water possibly having an influence on Samata. Yeah. Big shout now. Drink uh, Samata could be um, Vardy. Uh, drink water's Vardy. Yeah, yeah. Clip, clips over the top, maybe. Yeah. Obviously, drink water's not up to the standard yet where it would be like in terms of match fitness, but that little duo could work there. I yeah. mean, drink water likes the ball over the top. He sees pitches, according to Dean Smith. So, Samata <laughs> will look at it. He might go. So, pick I, him out. I like the idea of having a uh, a striker making runs like that yeah with Grealish as well or God yeah imagine uh, the space that'll open up yeah exactly so that Grealish hasn't ever because you, you've got Tammy I guess who yeah who, he's, more of a, he's more of a focal point wasn't he yeah so the he prime could, Jack Grealish that we see now hasn't played with a striker like that yet no that's so an exciting prospect I like the idea that one he's either going to create space, extra space for Jack or a a Horahan or whatever who or ex midfielder running into the box yeah. also Jack dancing around people and finding that um, Samata has made yeah. a run across the box or whatever and just and just playing him in like that's an exciting prospect that yeah. we've got somebody like Jack who can find players and now we've got someone who is going exactly. to make those runs and be willing to found and not just kind of Can't looking you? around going himself, isn't El Ghazi's our striker and he's miles out of position kind of thing like we've got someone now that will make those runs and yeah. that's an exciting prospect he won't be phased by the atmosphere as well obviously it was a yeah he was um, spawning last night Samata's got the weight of a 
57 million Tanzanians on his shoulder yeah. so he's, he's used to that <laughs> I did a tweet about that I was like oh, if he can carry a nation fine Villa to safety piece of cake mate exactly so, yeah, he's got his trust um, yeah exciting so I'll get him in he'll be the Carabao Cup wild card yes he could lead us to Wembley and uh, let's, he's hoping anyway but yeah yeah it's crazy isn't it how things can change in football that you look in a couple of weeks ago going oh it's all doom and gloom and then you, you win a football game and you go oh here we go yeah, <laughs> we're going to Wembley now exactly <laughs> like, like, it's mad isn't it Like that's what makes football football and it's nice that like I said at the start, I think when we've done this podcast, we've had probably won two or three games in the, the time we've done it. In yeah, the what, not many. seven or eight weeks we've been doing it. So the fact that we've been able to sit down and actually reflect on a game. Revel over it, a win. You know, over a win is, is nice Happy to do. Days. So I think that pretty much sums up everything that I'd thought I wanted to talk about. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, Ash, for, for joining us. Yeah, nice one. No, enjoyed that little Qu- quick one. Quick message in the group chat last night saying, who wants to do a podcast? Kendrick <laughs> was like, oh, I'm not here. James was like, oh, I'm not coming. I was like, come on, lads. Does anyone want to come and do a podcast? Lap it up while we can. Mate, we've got to go for it. Um, so thank you to everyone who's who's sat and listened through and what or watched our uh, content lately. Because obviously we're posting a lot of stuff at the moment. I think this is our th- third video since Monday. Um, so thanks for keeping with us. The numbers are looking good, which is great. If you've enjoyed this episode, then then do let us know. Hopefully our positivity has been able to rub off on people. And we're all kind of feeling the same thing, aren't we? So let's kind of, Going like you Tuesday, said, let's, let's bask in it together. Uh, thank you very much to uh, everyone who supported this stuff lately and supported this episode. Share it around if you can. That always helps. And uh, we'll see you again in a few days, probably, when I'll decide let's just go <laughs> make another podcast, because why not? Uh, but if not, it'll be Monday. So yes, thank you very much. And up the villa. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, up the villa.